All right, welcome back to another episode of Rounding Third, everybody. We've got a special guest here today. Um, pumped to get this one out. We have the Astros' 19th best prospect, um, rated by MLB.com, Zach Daniels. How are you doing today, Zach? Doing good. How are you? Doing well. Pumped to you know talk some baseball this spring training coming up. Uh, oh, yeah. Seeing those mock trades on Twitter gets a little old after a couple weeks. Definitely. Um, so my first one, going back to the draft draft process, what was that like for you? Uh, you know, going through Tennessee and then just getting picked by the Astros. Yeah, I mean, um, I was picked in the 2020 COVID draft, so it was definitely a little bit different than most drafts. Um, it was a crazy process uh, with the season getting shut down. We only played, I think, like 16, 18 type uh, games, I want to say. Um, so, yeah, it was just a crazy process. Uh, I was up in Tennessee when I got drafted. Um, teams were going under slot by a lot, so it was just a lot of, like, playing it by ear. Um, so there wasn't really any definite um, on my side, um, but just blessed to be able to be drafted by the Astros, of course. Yeah. For the Astros, the team that showed the most interest throughout that whole entire process? No, no, they weren't the the team that showed the most interest. Um, actually, I would I want to say the Red Sox did, actually. Um, but the the Astros are the ones that picked me, so I'm I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Watch some of your highlights. I bet with your swing, you would have peppered um... – peppered the monster if you got on that chance <laughs> yeah that would have been cool that would have been cool the short porch out there but houston has about the same type type of setup yeah. over there at left field so yeah have you been uh did you i know that you go to probably the stadium after when you get your jersey and all that how was it seeing a minute made in person when you went through that oh it was really cool it was really cool um definitely different because nobody was there it was empty um, so it just, you got to see really how big it was and then how cool it was. Um, when I went down there, I was with Shea Whitcomb and the, uh, the roof was open. It was a beautiful, um, day in Houston. So it was, it was very nice. It was very nice. Definitely wish I would have been able to go like during the season, how the other guys usually go, um, and then say for the game and stuff like that, but still, it's still a surreal experience. Yeah. That's one stand I've never been to, but it's definitely on the top of my uh, bucket list. Yeah, yeah, the juice box is really nice. Yeah. And as you've gone through the minors so far, how have you had to adjust your game at each level? Um, I feel like level by level you got to get better. Um, of course, and then the pitching of course gets better as you move up. Uh the pitching more so is just more so they're able to locate more pitches um more frequently in zone as you move up. So just having more of a plan and approach uh, for that has helped me a lot definitely so far in my career. How would you say, what are some areas of the Astros have helped you improve um, on your game? Uh, the Astros are big on analytics, um, especially when I first got drafted. It definitely helped me a lot. Uh, just being able to put the science behind the, the baseball swing um, definitely helped um, maximize my athleticism towards more of a baseball type swing, if that makes sense. Uh, but it just, it just kind of, just kind of maximize. I feel like it was, it was meant to be kind of with how I was a raw prospect coming in. Um, they're more so analytical and fine tuning those things. So I feel like that allowed me to um, hit the ground running a little bit. Yeah. I was wondering who are some of the guys you um, loved watching when you were growing up? 
I love watching Andrew Jones um, from Atlanta, Georgia. So love watching him play. Um, Derek Jeter, of course. My family's from the, the Northeast. The Yankees were the first baseball game I ever went to, so that was cool. Got, getting to see the roll call and everything like that. Um, Adam Jones, I loved watching him. Andrew McCutcheon as well. Uh, a lot of a lot of different outfielders that I love watching. Um, Car Carlos Gonzalez, even though he's a lefty bat, always loved watching the swing as one of the sweetest swings of baseball, especially at that time too. Yeah, I'm a Red Sox fan, but I loved watching McCutcheon those like 2013 kind of yeah. 2015 Pirates teams. He was a he was a fun guy to watch. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Also going back, I saw you play in the Cape Cod League. Um, you know, what was that experience like? And play against some of the best in college baseball? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, especially because I believe my my year that got cut short, I believe we would have been able to go far in that um in the college maybe in the playoffs in the college world series, of course. But um just being able to go before that summer to the Cape Cod and just go and play against the top guys out there was just a cool experience. Um, the Cape Cod with the historic that it has, um, the history that it has behind it is just so real. And then just uh, the coaching staff that, that we had in Orleans was very good. Um, they loved the game and then it just kind of fed off of us. And we had a, a really good summer and a fun summer as well. Yeah. Did you get to embrace the New England stereotypes with flops, rolls and kind of taking in that <laughs> scene when you weren't on the field at all? Yeah, um, I had I tried two lobster rolls um, and they were amazing. They were amazing. I'm a big seafood guy, but I mean, any type of food I really like anyway. But yeah. but the lobster rolls up there are definitely a little bit different. Yeah. Did it, did it meet expectations? Oh, yeah. Different different in a good way. Definitely. Yeah. No. I've grown up. I used to go to all those games. Uh, and I just loved how it's kind of like, you know, you get to see kind of the guys like yourself, uh, you know, before they get drafted. And I feel like especially how it's kind of just a, such a unique thing. Um, I couldn't imagine being part of that. Yeah, yeah, it's just really cool. Um, just with the history behind it and everything, and then just once you get to college, like I didn't really growing up, I didn't really know too much about um the different summer leagues in college and stuff like that. I mean, I've heard about the Cape Cod, but I didn't really know about the Cape Cod. Um, so when I got to college, just having that as a goal to get to, um, to be able to try and go play there was definitely a dream come true in that instance too. Yeah, and kind of going back to college ball a little bit too. How did your time at Tennessee? help prepare you for the minors? Um, my time at Tennessee was very um, beneficial. Uh, the coaching staff there, they most of them had been around pro guys. Some of them played in pro. Um, and it was just it was just a great experience from those guys. Um, down from the trainer who's been there for 30 plus years, the strength coach who just came from pro, pro ball, um, back down to the college ranks. And then just the coaching staff that they have now was just it's just it's just a really good uh, coaching staff and a big group, and they definitely played a part in uh, my development, and then along with my journey continuing as well. Was there any advice they gave you that you've kind of been able to carry with you the last couple of years? Um, I would say there's just continue to work hard. Um, never never take for granted what you've already done, um, because that doesn't matter. Um, they were always on to turn the next page, no matter if we. <clears throat> just beat somebody 15-0, it didn't matter because we were going to play that same team the next day. Um, so we would have to come up there and show up and be ready to play and get ready to put up another 15 if we needed to. Uh, uh, so I would just be in a re being ready to turn the next page and then um, move on from there. Who would you say has had the biggest influence on your career, whether it's been a coach um, or a family member so far? Uh, definitely my, my grandma, a family member. Um, 
she just probably grew my love for the grant love for the game um just when i was six years old uh just coming she can't she moved down from new jersey down here to live with us and uh we always every every weekend especially when i didn't have school um just out in the backyard playing wiffle ball um stuff like that and i just love doing that and i know she loved the game of baseball um so just mainly mainly her for sure and then of course my mom and my dad um my dad was always in the cage late night with me um, so it was really, really just comes from my family, um, for sure. And were they with you when you got the call that you're being drafted by the Astros? No, they were not. Um, unfortunately, I had to, I was up at school, so I had to, during the draft that year, I was still taking classes. So I was still up in Knoxville, yeah. What was it like, um, I'm assuming you called them or, you know, they called you. What was it like yeah. to kind of when that you first were able to share the news with them? It was, it was an amazing, it was an amazing moment. Um. The first call, the first call I made was to my dad, um, mainly because I know my mom may not have answered the phone, um, but <laughs> but because I know my dad at that day was definitely going to have his phone on him. Um, and I know what like once uh, once I got drafted, I got calls from the, their front office, my agent and stuff like that. Um, so he sent me a text first. I saw that text and he said, just go ahead and handle what I needed to handle and then just give him a call uh, once I could. And that call was just amazing. Um, it was it was never like as a young kid to just become a MLB player. It was more so just go as far as you can and play as far as you can, um, and just keep working until you just can't play anymore. Uh, so that was just more so just a uh, where where you're you're in it now, but yeah. but nothing's gonna change. Just keep going and keep working the same way we've been doing and and continue from there. Yeah, that's one thing I love about watching the draft, especially, you know, seeing guys like yourself, seeing that hard work pay off and just seeing that first reaction. Um, I feel like it's something very underrated when it comes yeah. to that draft process. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Also wondering, you know, Zach, besides the baseball player, when you're not on the diamond, what are some of your favorite things to do? I'm a I'm a art guy. I love watching art, looking at art, um, sculptures, stuff like that. Uh, anytime I can go to a museum. That's 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 somewhere I would definitely go. Um, off days, if I find a if I find a museum just in a random city that we're in, try to go there, just see or just go uh, go explore the landscape of the city too. Um, just seeing just sightseeing really. I love I love just seeing different places. Uh, baseball is the only time that I've really gotten to travel anywhere. So anytime I get to travel somewhere, I, I just just get to enjoy it as best I can. That kind of segues into my next one. Out of all the minor league stadiums you've been to, if you could have like a top three, what would kind of be the your favorite one so far? Um, number one probably is my the low A, uh, Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Uh, that that their stadium is pretty new, but the fan base there is just unreal. Um, there's okay. not many sports uh, sports teams over there, so the the minor league team is kind of what they have. So that that stadium is really nice. Um, the Greenville Drive is a really nice stadium as well. Um, and then I want to say Asheville is a different stadium too. That one's just crazy. It's not, it's not really my favorite, but it's just a different stadium that I can say I've never been able to play in a field like that with the dimensions, how crazy they are. Um, I think it's like 290 down the right field line with like a 50 or 60 foot fence. Um, and it's just, it's just different playing out there. Yeah. For some of the other podcasts for Beyond uh, Monster Network, we've had, almost every single Red Sox prospect when we've asked that question has had Greenville in their top, like their top. Yeah. Two. 
Yeah, the field is just the field is pristine condition always. Um, the fan base is always very good, and it's just a great setting for the field too. I mean, the green, the little green monster they got out there, the bar they have on top, it just has a good vibe and uh, everything. Just uh, just it's just a nice vibe out out there in Greenville. Yeah, if you could pick one baseball memory, whether it's from the minors or for college, what would be one that really stands out to you? Um, I would say. Probably from college. My my first college hit was a grand slam. It's a pretty it's a pretty good way to start out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Uh but I guess my last one would be just for you know, it was an Astros fan that came up to you didn't know a lot about, you know, the minor league system per se. How would you describe your game to a fan? Uh a mixture of power and speed. Um, the consistency is the the main thing that people kind of worry about. Um, uh, what I would like to say to a common fan is that. I've had a couple of injuries here and there. Um, my first year, I played with a cracked rib. Second year, I had um, sprained thumb. And my last, the, my third year, I had handmade surgery in the middle of the year. Um, so definitely, definitely, I strive to be consistent and more consistent. And I believe I'm trending in that direction. Um, so I'm going to continue to work that way. Um, but I've also had a couple bumps in the road, of course. Um, so nothing, nobody's perfect, but I definitely want to continue to maximize my consistency as best I can and continue to work hard as hard as I can as, as well. Yeah. Well, I know from watching your highlights, Astros fans who watch that, uh, they're going to be very excited because from what I've seen, whenever you connect with a baseball, it travels like 500 yards. Uh, Astros <laughs> fans will be very pleased. Uh, you know, those are all the, all the questions I had. So Astros okay. fans that listen to this, definitely check it out. Check out um, your future outfielder and Zach um, for other listeners as we can land the plan here. Um, check out the other podcasts on beyond the monster. Um, Andrew and Ed talked to Red Sox leaver, Zach Kelly. So if you want more baseball after listening to this, uh, but Zach, thank you again for taking the time out of your day today. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me.